Good morning, Real Life family. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're on YouTube, be sure to like and share our video. Now, if you are a new subscriber, be sure to click the subscribe button and don't forget to click the notification bell to be notified of our new live videos. And if you're on Facebook, thank you for joining us. Click the like and share button. Good morning, everyone. This is Pastor Paul, and I am really glad to be with you once again. I'm excited about today's sermon entitled Staying Between the Lines. Today, we're going to talk about how important it is that we all run the race that is set before us. Yes, there is a race for us to run, and I believe that after this word today, we're going to run right into our destiny, run right into our victory, and run into our new season. Yes, this is 2022. We are forging ahead and we're moving into our new season together. I'm excited about this word and I hope that you are too. So everybody, you know what to do. Grab your Bibles, your pens, and your pads and let's get ready to receive the word of God. Good morning, everyone. How are you? This is Pastor Paul. Welcome to another virtual worship experience. We're so glad to be with all of you this morning. Thank you so much for getting up out of your beds, turning on your computers, your tablets, and your cell phones, and joining us in worship. You know what? I forgot something. Your televisions. Yeah. Some of you have those great, big, smart televisions. Thank you for tuning in today. We are excited, as we always are, about being with our covenant partners at Real Life Christian Fellowship Church and our friends. To all of you who are with us on YouTube, God bless you and welcome to our worship today. To everyone who's joined us by Facebook, God bless you as well. Thank you for being with us. We're going to ask you to take a moment and to share this out with your family and your friends. YouTube, all you have to do is click the share button, copy that link, and you can text or email that out to family and friends. And all of you on Facebook, all you have to do is like it and then share it to your page. And we can get this gospel out to as many people as possible. I am really glad that all of you are here today. I'm able to look over into the chat and see all of you, but I won't call names because I don't want to miss anybody. So I just want to say good morning to all of you. It is really so good to be with you on this morning. Well, let's go ahead and let's get started uh, first with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day that you blessed us to see. We thank you for all of your blessings. God, thank you for being so good to us, so merciful, so kind. Thank you for being so loving. Thank you, God, for another chance, uh, another opportunity um, called life. Um, we're very, very grateful. And we thank you for this wonderful church, Real Life Christian Fellowship Church and every covenant partner and friend. And, and we thank you for this time of worship. And we ask you to bless us and bless this moment. Bless this time as we gather together, Lord God, to celebrate you, to celebrate your son, but also to glean from your word. We ask you to speak to us, Lord, share your heart with us so that we can be better, 
so that we can be more like you, uh, so we can live more like you, Lord. Help us, Lord God. Help our world, our community, our country, Lord. We, we need your intervention like never before. Um, and we just pray today, God, that the word be clear, um, that the word be encouraging, that the word be instructional. And we pray that this same word would aid in the salvation of the lost. And we pray, Lord, today that souls be saved and that our lives be transformed. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, it's time for us to declare this morning. And so what I'm going to ask you to do is if you have a designated declaration leader, um, go ahead, per, uh, that person, stand up and get your family to stand up with you. And let's go ahead and let's declare who we are in Jesus Christ together. Are you ready? Let's go. I am the blessed of God, the head and not the tail, the lender and not the borrower, above only and not beneath. I believe only what the word says about me. The word is my sword and God's plan for my life. I am saved. I am sanctified. I am Holy Ghost filled. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and real life, abundant life. The God kind of life belongs to me. Come on, everybody. Let's celebrate the Lord together, man. I am so excited about who he's made us to be in this season. I'm so excited about that. And I hope you're excited. As you all know, we are forging ahead in 2022. Forging ahead. We are going into our new season together. No believer left behind, right? We're going together, and I pray that all of you are moving, going, shifting into your new season, leaving those things behind that you don't need where God is taking you. Before we get started with the sermon today, let's make that declaration that I am leaving behind all of those things that I don't need where God is taking me. We only want to travel with what's necessary for our spiritual, emotional, physical, financial, mental success. We want to be whole and we want to be healthy. And we don't want to carry any of those things that trip us up and that impedes our progress. We don't want to be a part of the problem. Amen. Life has challenges of its own. We don't want to bring in any extra challenges along with us. We've had some really, really great messages encouraging us to lay aside the weight and the sin and all of those things which could so easily beset us or trip us up. Elder Smith delivered an amazing word about dealing with those emotional things, those things that tend to weigh us down emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, and they do affect us physically, even relationally, they affect us. What a wonderful, wonderful word he delivered on last week. And I was so encouraged and I did an inventory of my own life. And I discovered that there's some things that I had not considered that I needed to deal with. So today's sermon, I hope, <clears throat> will continue in that same lane. <laughs> in that same lane to help us to move forward. Um, so let's go to the scriptures, Hebrew 12 and one. This is the scripture we started off with. Um, and on the first Sunday 
of January. And so I want to go back to this scripture for just a moment. And I want to focus on another portion of it. So Hebrews 12 and 1, King James Version says, Wherefore seeing we are also, excuse me, we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which thus so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. I want to focus in on that second portion of that text where it says, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Please, God, make it clear in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to share with you today from this topic coming up to your screen right now. Staying between the lines. Staying between the lines. I've given a lot of thought to what we have been talking about in the last few weeks. I've given a lot of thought to laying aside the weight, forging ahead, going into our new season together. A lot of thought. And as much as it is our desire for all of us to go into our new season together and to progress together, each of us has individual responsibility. There are some things that our covenant partners, our brothers and sisters in Christ, our family members cannot do on our behalf. And they are things that God won't do on our behalf. There are decisions that we have to make about our own lives and about how we're going to proceed, how we're going to go forward. We have to do the work. The laying aside of the weight, a perfect example of how each of us have to do an inventory of our own lives. And we have to look at those things that cause us pain, the things that have been delaying us repetitively, the things that we've tried to deal with that keep creeping back up in our lives. We, we have to deal with those things with God's help, mind you. And we have to assess and then we have to say, OK, this is something that's no longer good for me. I've got to move on beyond this. I've got to put this away so that I can move forward into my destiny with God. This scripture is so powerful. Listen to what it says. Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. This, these witnesses, as I explained in our first sermon, are not people who are watching us currently. These are people who have walked the walk before us. These are people who have had to make the same decisions that we're being asked to make by this text. And they did it successfully. We're able to look at these people, to read the scripture and see how they did it, how they served God, how they loved God, how they lived for God, and how they dealt with the ups and downs of life, the challenges that life brought them. Because each one of them faced their own set of challenges in their journey with the Lord. 
It says that because we have this great cloud of witnesses, people who've done it ahead of us, number one, we see that it can be done. We see that it's possible. No matter how hard it gets, we can look to the scriptures and we can see people like Abraham and David and Sarah, and we can see that they did it. They walked in ways that pleased God. Yes, they made mistakes. And I'm so glad the Bible didn't hide that from us. It showed us their humanity, but it also showed us that they were able to get beyond their humanity and they were able to do God's will. Yes, it says that we should lay aside every weight and the sin would thus so easily beset us. Easily is so powerful because it's easy for these things to trip us up and to get us off course. And it says to run with patience the race that is set before us. And so I asked a couple questions. Why are we asked to run with patience? I want you to think about that for a moment. Why is the writer of Hebrews asking us to run with patience? What is it about the race that would demand patience of us? What is it about this race that we are running that requires that we have patience? The answer, I believe, is in the definition of the word patience. Let's take a look at it for just a moment. I'll give it to you. Patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. I'll read that to you again because I think we all need this definition. It is the capacity, the ability to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Getting angry, becoming mad, losing our cool. You understand what I'm saying? Everybody knows what anger is. But then there's that word upset, disappointed, discouraged, ready to give up. So patience is the ability to deal with the challenges of life, the things that we might not have planned for, the things that we weren't looking for, the ups and downs, the highs and lows, the roller coaster rides. It is the ability to deal with those things without losing it in the area of our emotions and allowing the emotions of anger and the disappointment and discouragement to rule how we live, how we run, how we move forward. We are forging ahead. And that word forging means to make slow and steady progress. Sometimes the progress is not moving at the rate of speed that we would desire. Sometimes things are not working out the way that we anticipated or we expected. Sometimes we have what looks like to be fallbacks. It looks like we take two steps forward, we take three back. But we have to have patience. It is so important in this life that we live that we are patient people. That we're not the kind of people who get upset over every problem, that we don't lose it over every situation, that we don't start whining and crying and, and we're ready to walk away from God and give up because things aren't going the way we wanted them to go. So that's why the writer said, 
have patience. You got to run this race. Run now, but run with patience. Somebody shout patience today. Patience. We got to have that ability to accept or tolerate trouble, delay, or suffering <laughs> without getting angry or upset. You see, real life, it is not only important that we run. It is equally important how we run. Because we're running for God. And we're running in front of people. And we're running for our own benefit. It benefits. Patience benefits us. It keeps us from going on a roller coaster when life does. It keeps us from going on highs and lows when life does. It helps to keep us balanced. It helps to keep us strong. It helps to keep us focused when we don't allow our emotions to take over. Somebody talk back to a brother. Have you ever allowed your emotions to take over? Have you ever allowed your emotions to drive your emotions to make decisions for you? Tell me how that worked out. Being patient. It helps us to stay calm. It helps us to stay focused. It helps us to continue to think clearly. It puts us in a position where we can spiritually hear God speaking to us, giving us the next command, telling us where to turn, when to stop, when to move. It puts us in a position, y'all, where we can flow with God through his spirit. Without patience, we're not going to be able to run the race well. We're going to have stops and, and, and then we're going to start stops and starts, stops and starts. But how many of you are tired of starting and then stopping, starting and then stopping? How many of you are ready now to, to hit your stride? I need about five people to say, oh, Lord, I'm ready to hit my stride. I'm ready to hit my stride. God, get my second win and run into your destiny, your plan for my life. Yeah, God, I'm ready to move into a new season. I'm tired of going back and forth between seasons. I'm tired of saying with my mouth that I'm going into a new season. And then in my mind and my spirit and my emotions, I'm still stuck in an old season. This year is the year that I'm moving into my new season and I'm waving bye to the old. Come on, somebody wave bye real quick. Come on, tell it bye. Look in your rearview mirror at that old season and tell it goodbye. I will not be coming back. I'm going forward in the Lord. And, and his patience is key to that. I, I don't want to just be one of those pastors that said we're moving into our new season and not give the whole picture that it may not be as easy as it sounds. There are going to be some challenges along the way. We learned that Wednesday night. Children of Israel marching out proudly with the chest stuck out, the heads held high. And here come Pharaoh trying to put them back in bondage. And the devil is going to do the same thing. We are not ignorant of his devices, but we have patience. And we realize that sometimes in life, we do have troubles. There are situations that arise that we didn't plan for, that maybe we would rather not happen. 
but we recognize that sometimes that's a part of the journey. The hurdles that we have to jump over are just a part of the race. Talk, oh God, help me. The hurdles that we have to leap over are just a part of the race. But that's okay. God, give me the grace to leap over the hurdles. Mm. Give me the grace, God, to make it through the things that come into my life that, that, that seek to stop me from making forward progress. God, I trust you in this. And I know on the other side of this situation is your blessing. I believe that, God. Patience. Somebody say with me, patience, patience, patience. So it's not only important that we run, everybody. I'm glad we're running. I'm so glad that we took off on your mark. Get ready. Get set. Remember what we used to do when we were little kids in the neighborhood? Go. I'm glad you took off. But I want you to keep running. I don't want you to stop because life gets difficult. I don't want you to stop because it looks like Maybe, maybe this wasn't my season to go into a new season. No, it is. It's just that during the run, it may get difficult. You see, there are certain types of races where the lanes are pre-assigned, staying between the lines. Catch this. There's certain types of races, the hurdle jumps, the, 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 the quick races, like the 50 and the 100. There are pre-assigned lanes for every runner. And if a runner leaves his lane, he or she will be disqualified. Now, there are other, other races where you start off in pre-assigned lanes, and then when you run what they call the first run or the first lap around, you can change lanes, but you have to be careful that your changing of lanes does not impede the progress of another runner. So when you do change lanes, you got to watch out for your neighbor. Oh, my God. So there are rules to running. Rules to running. We want to make sure that we stay between the lines, that, that we don't quit, that we don't give up, that we don't give in, that we don't give out, that we don't shift into another lane because it looks easier over there. No, we're going to have to make sure that we stay between the lines. We stay in the lane that has been assigned to us. So this year, let us commit to not allowing our experiences, excuse me, our emotions to guide our experiences. Come on, let's commit to it today. Let's commit to not allowing our emotions to guide our experiences. Our experiences are not going to be based on our emotions. Our experiences this year are going to be based on what God's word says. In fact, let's not just quote our declaration. Let's live our declaration. I am the blessed of God. Even when you don't feel like it, the head and not the tail, even when you don't feel like it above only and not beneath. Come on, y'all. Even when you don't feel like it. Hallelujah. Our emotions are not ruling this year. 
No, no, no. We're taking the captain's hat from the emotion. Emotions, you are currently no longer needed to lead my life. I'm going to be led by the spirit of God from now on. So I am who God says I am. Even when I don't feel like it, even when it doesn't look like it, and even when other people don't think so. <laughs> Come on, somebody say, I am who God says I am. God's word describes who you are, and that is exactly who you are in the eyes of God. But don't live beneath that. Don't live beneath your privileges. Hallelujah. Why would you walk? When there's a chauffeured automobile outside your home to take you where you need to go. Don't live beneath your privileges. God has called you blessed. Mother Trapio used to say it all the time. God bless her. I thank God for her. She used to say we are children of the most high God. Let's live like it. The devil can't change that. No matter how much he tries, he cannot change who we are in God. So let's live like we're children of the most high God. Hallelujah. David Guzik says that the race involves effort and commitment. Effort and commitment. That means it's work, ergos. Effort, but it also takes commitment, staying with it, not giving up, not quitting, not backing away. Not allowing the challenges to dictate how much effort we'll give. And this is probably why the Amplified reads that last portion of Hebrews 12 and 1 this way. Here's what it says. Let us run with endurance and active persistence. The race that is set before us. Endurance and active persistence. Two very powerful words. The word endurance is defined as the capacity of something to last or endure unpleasant or difficult processes without quitting. Did you hear that? I have to read that one to you again. Endurance is the uh, capacity of something, but I'm going to say someone. No, no, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say that endurance is the capacity that we have to last or endure difficult or unpleasant processes without quitting. I'm going to declare it and speak it as though we have endurance. It is our ability, our capacity to last or endure in unpleasant or difficult processes without quitting. Then the word persistence is continuance in a course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. So you have one that gives us lasting staying power and you have one that, 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 that fortifies us so that we don't quit. Somebody touch yourself and say, I can stay with it. Come on, touch yourself and say, Lord, I can stay with it. You started me out on this journey. You started me out in 2022. You gave the man of God a word that said that we were forging ahead, that we were going to make slow and steady progress. And then after a while, it was going to open up and we were going to be catapulted into our success, into our blessing. That things were going to pick up speed. Things were going to open up for us. 
after we come through the brush and the hedges, after we after we cut a trail, the things were going to open up for us and accelerate. God, I hadn't made it to my acceleration point yet. Already, it's just January and I've run up against some stuff already. We just declared we're forging ahead and already I've run up against some stuff. No, come on, endure. Come on, be committed to this process. Don't quit before the breakthrough. The breakthrough is going to come, but don't give up. Don't quit before the breakthrough. So many of us have been right on the brink of the breakthrough and we quit, but not this year. Come on, somebody say, I can stay with it. There are other words that describe persistence and endurance. I'm going to read them very slowly for you. you. Are you ready? Tenacity. Determination. Resolve. Dedication. Commitment. And here's a word I've never used. stick to and my favorite, staying power. Somebody shout, Lord, thank you for staying power. Oh, I'm speaking into your life right now that God is infusing you with staying power. You are not a quitter. You will not surrender Oh, to the vicissitudes of life. You are not a quitter. You have staying power. So life is going to throw some stuff at us. Some things are going to come at us, but guess what? You can handle it. The scripture said that God won't lay on you more temptations than you're able to bear. And when it does become, when it looks like it's going to become too much, it says he'll make a way of escape. Do you trust him to do that? Do you trust God to only put on you what you can handle? Do you trust God that if it becomes overwhelming to make a way of escape for you? <laughs> it's built in where you can keep going. It's built into God's plan where you don't have to quit if you just keep pressing. Oh, my goodness. All of these conferences that people have, I want to throw a press conference. Paul says, forgetting those things that are behind, I press. Somebody shout, I press. Anybody want to come with me to the press conference? Oh, pressing means that some things are going to get in your way, but you still got to push through. Hallelujah. Somebody tell your neighbor, I will not quit. I will not quit. I have staying power. Thank you, God, for staying power. David Guzik taught us in our first sermon of this year that the word race is used here in the form, in the Greek form of the word agona, which was used to describe conflict or struggles of many kinds. So the very word that he used, run with patience, the race in the Greek is agona, you know, like agony. It describes conflict or struggles of many kinds, diverse, various types of conflicts and struggles. Because in this world, we're going to have tribulation. Huh? As long as you're in this world, Jesus said, you're going to have some tribulation. Peter said, think it not strange 
these fiery trials would come to try you as though some strange thing were happening to you. Look at the people. Look at the look at the heroes of faith. The ones the writer said were the witnesses. Look at what they went through. Look at what they had to endure. But look at how they endured. Look at how they went through it, y'all. We know it's possible. We know that with God's help, we can keep running no matter what comes up against us. Basically, this implies that the course may not be easy. But we are called to run on anyway. You know, when I was a little boy in church, the older people used to say, I believe I will run on and see what the end is going to be. Do you remember that? Do you remember the old saints would say, I believe I'll run on and see what the end is going to be. That's what we already know what the end is going to be. <laughs> God promised us that it's going to work in our favor. Come on, somebody shout with me. He promised that all things were going to work together for good for those who love God and who are the called according to his purpose. We're going to run on <laughs> and see what the end is going to be. It's going to be blessing. It's going to be favor. It's going to be healing. It's going to be deliverance. It's going to be peace. It's going to be joy. It's going to be overflow. It's what he promised. Hallelujah. And at the end of the end, he said, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am there, ye may be also at the end of the all at the end of the race, the final end. We going home to be with Jesus. Oh, this thing ends well. Somebody said it ends well. It ends well. It ends well. But there's more. There's more. There's more. I got so excited. Hallelujah. There's more. The NLT says, and let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. Now, that adds a whole new nuance to this. Let us run with endurance, patience, endurance. Hmm. The race that God has set before us. So, so. The challenge is not just to run, but to run the race that is set before us. Hmm. Here's where it really gets interesting. We all are in the same race, running on the same track, but our experiences may not be exactly the same. Run the race that is set before you. We're all running in the race. We're all here in the earth, the same track. But races have variations in them. Everybody's race is not exactly the same. You can have five or six people running on the same track in the same rate, in the same race, but they're variables based on height, based on weight, based on, 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 on the length of their legs, their stride. Based on technique, there are a lot of variables. All of them are running in the same race, but everybody's race is not exactly the same. They all experience it differently. If they interviewed each one, they'd share differently how they saw the race, 
how they felt in the race. We got to run with patience, endurance, perseverance. We got to stay with it in the race that God has set before us. Our races may be similar, but most likely they are not the same. They cannot be because each runner is built or constructed differently. <sighs> and may I add that each rate runner is being is being built or constructed differently. All of us are different in our makeup, in the way that God made us. Here's why. God made all of us for specific purposes. All of us were gifted in different ways. We have different talents, skills, and abilities, different gifts. Some of us may have the same gifts, but we flow in them differently. And we've all had different experiences. Some of our experiences have been the same, granted, but many of our experiences have been different. Two people can go through the same thing, but experience it in different ways. So we all have to run this race that is set before us. Moses didn't have the same issues as David. David didn't have the same issue as Elijah. Elijah didn't have the same issues as Ezekiel. Come on. Some of them were, were the same, but there were variables. They, some things were different. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, father, son, grandson. But there was there were some similarities, but there were also some differences to what they had to go through. Ah, so we can't be looking at other people's races wishing that we were in their lane. I, I want to say something to you. There's more going on in their lane than meets the eye. <laughs> just because you see them catching a good wind and a good stride, and just because you see the wind blowing at their back right now, pushing them into their destiny, doesn't mean that back about 50 yards or so that they didn't could just come through hell. So that's why we got to stay between the lines. We got to keep our focus. We, we got to keep our eyes on Jesus. I'm moving ahead of myself, but that's the next verse. Looking unto Jesus. We got to stop looking to the left of us and to the right of us. We got to stop looking at all the other stuff and keep our eyes on Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm getting ahead of myself, but God Almighty. So stay between the lines. Come on, somebody say to yourself, I got to stay between the lines. I got to stay focused. I can't let life throw me off. I can't let life make me quit. Life is happening to everybody in every lane. But we're all called to run this race with patience. There are shared experiences. There are, there are things we have in common. But I believe that our unique experiences prepare us for who we're called to be and for what we're called to do. As we move into our new season, I believe that God is going to call us to walk in our purpose like we've never done it before. As we look around us and we see what's going on around us and people are saying it's about to wrap up, Jesus is soon to return. This means we got to be more diligent than we ever have in our lifetime about being who God called us to be and doing what God called us to do. 
That's why he gave us the gifts. That's why he gave us the talents. That's why he gave us the skills. That's why he empowered us the way that he did. And each experience that we have, I believe it develops us for who God's called us to be and what God has called us to do. I just told somebody the other day that life's experience has a way of showing us God and ourselves and life in ways that are so extraordinary. And it just does something with the anointing that's on us. I got to tell you the truth. I've been through some things that at the time I was going through them, I wish that I did not have to suffer them and I did not have to go through them. But I'm telling you, it has changed me. It has prepared me to do the things that God has called me to do. Now that I look back on it, I understand why God allowed me to sit in that class and learn that lesson. And I'm sure you can look back over your life and you can see the same thing. You're in a class, you're being prepared, you're being equipped you're being built up. You're being fortified. The enemy means it for bad, but God intends it for your good. Being thrown into a pit by your brother, sold into slavery, sold into Potiphar's house. Potiphar's wife lies on you, thrown into prison. When the two people you help get out of prison, they forget it. One of them forgets about you and then remembers about you later. But then you end up being the prime minister. You can't tell me that it didn't look dark and gloomy. You can't tell me that at certain points in his race, it didn't get rough. But that brother ran his race with patience and look where he ended up. And I'm encouraging you to do the same. But I because I believe that God will empower us to run through all that we got to run through in order to get where he wants us to be. Hallelujah. So we are called today to be who God has called us to be. We're Christians. He saved us and redeemed us with the blood of his son, his only begotten son. And we are called to be Christians. We're also called to do what he's called us to do, to be light, to be salt, to be witnesses, huh? to share this glorious gospel. That's what we're called to do. Some of us are called to preach. Some of us are called to teach. Some of us are called to love people. Some of us are called to be encouragers. But whatever it is God has called us to be, we have to be that. And we have to be who he's called us to be and do what he's called us to do the way he's called us to do it. God knew what he was doing when he saved us. And he knew for what purpose and what reason he did it. The enemy's trying to get us out of the lane. He's trying to get us to walk away, to quit, to give up, to say there's no use, there's no purpose. If God was in it, it wouldn't be this hard. The devil is a liar. Thought I'd tell you before I close today. The devil is a liar. If he's talking, he's lying. The scripture lets us know that this race is not going to be easy. But I came today to let you know that the race is worth it. We are 
going into our new season together. God is taking us into our new season. I believe that there's blessing that's going to be released into the lives of the believer down the road. I've been saying this since last year sometime, but I believe it. After everything that we've had to go through, our, our race has been littered with trials and temptations and tribulations, but we made it this far. Why would we quit now? As much ground as we've covered, why would we give up when we're possibly two or three strides from the biggest breakthrough of our lives? No, saints of God, let's keep running. I want to close with these words. These are the words of Paul from 1 Corinthians 9, 26 through 27, the message version, the message version. Listen to what Paul says. I don't know about you, but I'm running hard for the finish line. I'm giving it everything I've got. No lazy living for me. <laughs> I'm staying alert and in top condition. I'm not going to get caught napping. Telling everyone else all about it and then missing out myself. Paul here was talking about preaching the gospel. Telling everyone about the saving power of Jesus Christ. Preaching that gospel of the kingdom to anybody who would listen. Paul says, I'm going to make sure that I'm running with everything I've got. That I'm fighting with everything I have. I'm not going to just lay back and wait on God to do stuff for me that he's called me to do for myself and that he promised to empower me to do. I'm going to give it everything I have because I don't want to be around here preaching and teaching the people and they get in on the kingdom and I miss out. I don't want to be around here telling people that God gives peace and God gives joy and God gives contentment and God gives favor and that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And then I don't have it. I'm around here letting life and life circumstances keep me from living what I'm telling people is possible to be lived. I don't want to preach to you and tell you that that's joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. And I don't have it. Oh, somebody shout with me today. I want to live this life that he promised me. Don't you? I know you do. So let's run. Let's run with patient endurance. Come on, let's run. Let's jump the hurdles. Let's leap over some walls, run through troops. Come on, Lord, make my feet like hinds feet. Come on, God. Give me staying power, the ability not to quit. Take all the quit out of me, God. So I can run right into my destiny. Into the plan that you have for me. That good plan. Hallelujah. Lord, help me to run into that expected end that you have for me in Jesus name. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, everybody. Lift your hands. Come on, everybody. Lift your hands with me and come on. Let's thank God for this word today. Come on. Let's thank God for this word today. It may not be easy, 
Come on, but say, I'm going to make it. Come on, say it with me. It may not be easy, but I am going to make it. No more running back. No more turning back. No, no, no. I got nothing to turn back to. I'm going forward with you, Lord. I'm going forward with you. Thank you, God, for this word today. Thank you for the encouragement that you gave us. Thank you for the instructions that you gave us. Thank you for <laughs> the staying power that you gave us. Thank you, Lord, that this year we are going to walk into our new season. The devil is a liar. It's not going to be like the other times this year. We're going to walk into your joy, walk into your peace, walk into your contentment. We're going to live consistently, God. This year, we're getting off the roller coaster. We're walking with you. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you for helping us to run this race. Thank you for allowing us to even be in the race. We love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Oh, saints of God, I believe I'll run on and see what the end is going to be. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Sarah, David, all of the heroes of faith will tell you it's a good ending, y'all. Spending eternity with Jesus. It is a good ending. It ends well, y'all. Hallelujah. It ends well. If you're watching today and you're not saved, you're not a Christian. This word has reached you and touched your heart. You believe that at this moment in time that you need to give your life to Christ and you need to be saved. I want to ask you to pray this prayer with me. Come on, pray with me. Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord, for this blessed opportunity. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord. And that he died on the cross to save me from my sins. I also confess and believe that as God promised, he raised Jesus from the dead. On the third day. That Jesus is alive today. Right now seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercessions for us. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to ask you to do me a favor. I want you to text the word salvation to 912-325-9959. Up in the two section, I want you to type out that phone number. And then in the message section, type out the word salvation. Hit send. You receive a return text with a link in it. Hit that link. It'll open up. There'll be a form there that will explain to you the decision you made today. And beneath that explanation, <clears throat> just a little area to fill out some information for us. And we asked the question, would you like support in your new life with Christ? If you, if you check yes, we would love to give you that support.
I want to be the first to congratulate you and say welcome to the body of Christ. Wow. God, thank you so much for that word today. And thank you, Lord, for our wonderful, wonderful congregation and friends who have joined us today to share <clears throat> in this word. I pray that the word preached today has been informative and encouraging to you on today, that it was just what you needed to keep on running and see what the end is going to be. We have a few announcements before we go, just a few things. Uh, we have our midday Bible study starting on the first Tuesday of February, first Tuesday of February, 12 o'clock noon. If you would like to be a part of that Bible study, I'm going to ask you to please uh, send an email to rlcfchurch at gmail.com, rlcfchurch at gmail.com. If you're a senior or you're retired or you're off during the midday hour, I'd like to hang out with you for a little while on Zoom or Google, Google Meets so we can sit down and talk about the word of God together. First Tuesday in February, we're going to be starting. Go ahead and send that email, the rlcfchurch at gmail.com so you can be a part of that midday study. Also, we need media team volunteers. Deacon Maddox needs some help. You can be younger. You can be a little more mature. It's okay. We need help with that team. We've got a few new areas that we need to plug help into. And Deacon Maddox is not able to do it alone. We are a church that is both virtual and we will also be in person. Both of those. And we need a team to help us with the virtual side of things. And it won't just be virtual, but you will also be assisting with the in-person worship as well. If you'd like to be a part of that team, Deacon Maddox would love to have you. We need you to send an email to realmedia01 at gmail.com, realmedia01 at gmail.com. He's looking for your email now. He's ready to put you on the team and get you, get you trained. Now, this Wednesday night, something special is happening. You know, we're celebrating 21 years of ministry. And we got Pastor Paul Little from BMZ. Oh, man, that brother is coming. Build Mount Zion. He's coming to Savannah, to Savannah Georgia, Fort Wentworth. He's going to be in our sanctuary this Wednesday night. It's still going to be virtual. But he's going to be preaching the word of God with us, sharing with us our 21st anniversary and i am excited that brother preaches the gospel you don't want to miss it y'all you don't want to miss it make sure that wednesday night you are tuned in on facebook or youtube so you don't want to miss that word and then on sunday pastor leslie taylor is going to be delivering the word of god fifth sunday She's going to be delivering the word of God, and you definitely don't want to miss that. It's been a while since you heard from Pastor Leslie, but in 2022, I believe she's coming back, and the anointing of God is afresh upon her, and she has a word for the people of God. So listen, everybody, again, just keep those things in mind. Make sure you're with us on Wednesday and Sunday. If you want to be a part of that midday Bible study, send that email. If you want to volunteer for the media team, send that email as well. Thank you so much for being with us today. Um, that's everything we have for you. Um, on behalf of myself, Pastor Leslie, and our leadership team, we want to say God bless you. 
Have a wonderful week and make sure you stay safe. And now I speak the blessing of God over the people of God, the blessing that makes rich and he adds no sorrow with it. In Jesus name, let every believer say thank God and amen. Make sure you stay tuned for our virtual announcements. God bless.